Hello and welcome to another podcast of Father and Joe. I am Joe Rocky here with Father Boniface Hicks. And Father, it's the middle of the summer now. Um, many of us during the summertime um, take some form of a vacation or a time out um, to be outside and or to do really anything, but basically to not be at, at work is, is terms of, of vacation there. And I wanted to use this, well actually really you were the one who wants to do this episode and it brings it up, so I don't want to take credit for your idea here, but I think it's a very good idea to actually sit down and, and to talk about vacation. Because I know that in my life there are certain people that think that vacation is the equivalent of evil um, because you're not out doing something. And, um, you know, it, it, it can be something that can be a hard, a hard person to deal with when, whenever they're, they're judging their whole life, whether or not they were productive or not that day. And it can be, it can be certainly a challenge. So with that being said, I wanted to, to give the floor to you to discuss this concept because I don't think it's something we've really ever discussed over the podcast history and to, um, to say essentially, what does the church talk about it and, and, you know, where does it all fit in the grand scheme of things? Well, vacation is uh, not unrelated to the commandment to rest that God has given us every week. So we have a weekly vacation, we could say, on Sunday. Uh, now that rest, like vacation, should be God-oriented. It's not a vacation from morality. It's not a vacation from uh, the good things in our life. It's not a license for self-indulgence, um, but it's taking a step away from some things to focus on other things, to prioritize on other things. And uh, so the church, you know, the the Pope, much of Rome really takes vacation uh, in the month of July or and or the, the month of August. And a lot of stuff shuts down and people go somewhere else. And some of that is because it's scorching hot and it's nice to be somewhere else. Um, but some of that is just for the sake of ending things. Sometimes, um, I'm sure you're very aware of this in, in your work, that uh, when you have a deadline and you're going to end something, it, it helps to give that final push. You know, it's like I remember from when I was younger and running a one mile race, you know, you, you make several laps and then the finish line gives you the motivation, gives you the opportunity to make that final push. You know, I somehow after running for seven eighths of a mile, I can sprint for the last eighth of a mile. Like, why can I do that? Well, because the end is in sight. Could I have done that for any other one eighth of a mile? Well, probably, but not as effectively. I don't know. There's something about sprinting to the end. Uh, there's something about deadlines. There's something about ending things, which is, which is very helpful. And so to insert a kind of ending point and uh, giving that kind of sprint to the finish, there's a lot of stuff for vacation. A lot of times the week leading up to vacation tends to get pretty full because there's a lot of loose ends to tie up before we go. And that's really healthy. It's really good to do that. And then there's something about being in a different space that uh, even if we're doing some work on vacation, uh, because I, I am one of those people who likes to check things off the list, even if that's a different set of things for, for the sake of vacation. There's something about a change of scenery, a change of pace, a change of routine. We were talking in the last episode about developing habits. Well, 
one thing is sometimes to set certain habits aside and take up some other things. And sometimes uh, the, the ending point, finishing well is a motivation and then starting again is also another uh, advantageous thing. So uh, maybe our habits have become a little flabby and a change of scenery, a change of pace, a change of schedule allows us to kind of breathe some different air. And then when we come back, we can begin again and we get a little bit of uh, our life is a little bit more ordered coming out of the gate and we can start to develop some of those or redevelop some of those habits that maybe got a little little fuzzy uh, towards the, the end before vacation. So having those definitive breaks and then a period of time that's more than just you know a, an afternoon or a day or a weekend, but uh, really puts us in a different place for a chunk of time. You know, people often go a week or 10 days to a different place and uh, and enjoy time. Often we take vacation with family and family vacations are a great way for the family to kind of come together again. There's a way that all of our different schedules, things tend to spin out of control and and we're going in every different direction. And the chance for the family to come together as a unit is, is really helpful uh, in putting that focus back in, in perspective. Uh, so... The word, the word vacation itself, vacare, is to empty. And we shouldn't read that as it's a time that's devoid of anything else, but it's a time to empty out. Again, there's a lot of buildup. We tend to, you know, like a lot of mechanical things or physical things, we tend to build up some muck over time. And it's good to just empty some of that stuff out, empty out some of the bad habits, empty out some of the fuzzy behaviors, empty out some of the the baggage that's there and uh, get ourselves into a different space, uh, get our heads into some different air, some fresh air, uh, move ourselves, focus on some different relationships and, and be nourished by those and, and press into those relationships and, and have that break that's, that's just so vital and can really help to, to reset things. So uh, traditionally the Pope, discontinues uh, any of his kind of public stuff for the whole month of July, maybe with an exception or two, but none of the normal weekly Wednesday audiences, none of the, the normal, um, I don't think he does, maybe, maybe he still does the Angelus address, um, but that's just a matter of coming to the window and it's not a big, you know, the Wednesday audience is like a four hour engagement every Wednesday morning. So he discontinues the Wednesday audience. And he does that in large part also because of the number of workers it takes to do that. This current Pope never took vacations. Uh, just and, and even now in Rome, the, the previous Popes had gone to a different place, Castel Gandolfo, which is close by and it's, it's owned by a particular group. And they had hosted the Pope's vacations uh, for decades, as far as I'm aware. Um, Pope Francis is a, a kind of staycation guy, so he cancels, you know, he thins down his schedule and uh, takes a break from a lot of the normal things. The people that do a lot of work for him, you know, are then released of their duties so that they can take vacations with their families. And he kind of goes into a more, a more low-key mode. Um, so that's the whole month of July a lot of the Roman Curia is really shut down for July and August. And there's something that's helpful even for people who use those services, because it's like, I got to get it in before July 1st, or that whole office is going to shut down for like two months. And so 
there's a motivation to kind of bring some things to a conclusion, to work some things out. And then it's like, okay, well, I can't interface with this office anyway, so I can forget about it for two months. So there's a, there's a way that we're able to empty out certain other concerns for a period of time because that's the, the rhythm of how some of these offices function. So if we don't have that, you know, in the French Revolution tried to eliminate a lot of things and, and it ends up creating this sort of endless sprawl of drab uh, similarity from day to day. And we, we lose sight. Everything loses its color, loses the change, loses, you know, and we just move into a more uh, machines work that way. Human beings don't. Human beings need beginnings and endings and being in one place and being in another place and focusing on one set of relationships and moving to other relationships and you know, setting aside some work and taking up some different things. And that's how, how human beings need to function. So having that, that period of time, that stretch of time is, is just really important for, for so many things in our humanity. Essentially put, it's something that's natural and necessary um, is, is to set down and to, and to set it. And you're totally right as you talk about those deadlines and even the deadlines of someone else going on vacation that imposes you upon it. And it makes me think that, you know, what if the, uh, for instance, like the DMV just was sh shut off for August? Well, every single person would get all of their stuff done earlier in the year and you actually would become focused on it. You know, I can't re-register you know, re my car or get inspected during August. I actually got to make sure. Actually, in a way, by walking away from it, it brings more attention to your to your ability, and ultimately probably makes it more efficient and better results than if it were no vacation ever on the blot. So I, I know that I have people in my circles that say I haven't taken vacation in like six years or stuff like that, and to to talk about the emphasis of the importance of actually you should and you should you know walk away, and then from a business practitioner standpoint, it's it's important to know that you can, because if not, you're not training essentially your replacement correctly. That's right. And, you know, it, it's an important thing to have that, you know, because inevitably you're going to have to leave, um, whether it's something you plan for or not. So from a practical standpoint, it might make sense to do a test run in the form of vacation and mm -hmm. just be completely checked out. Um, it also helps people learn about what they actually are doing in their day-to-day -day life that is necessary and not necessary. And I think that that's part <laughs> that's of the, right. when you're talking about the gunk that can build up, I think that that's part of it. And as we, we flush that out, um, you know, it can really become better. You know, if, if there's a reason your employees can't wait till you take a vacation, maybe that's something you should look into. Um, <laughs> you know, just, just little things like that, that, um, really kind of help be a test, you know, be, be, be a checkpoint for where you're at. Not to mention, you know, as you go through that process, as you said, sprinting towards the end there, it's good to know that there's a reward at the end, you know, th that, that there's a reason we're doing this all for, you know, because if you get caught in that trap of just going to work all day, you can lose sight of why am I actually doing this? And, you know, to take time and, and to, to do it, is really beneficial. So I wanted to, to, to just kind of put that out there because these are really a lot of positive attributes that 
people discount and ignore from a human life standpoint. And everything you went through really didn't, you know, explicit. I mean, you're talking about the curia, but you're talking about the way that they're working. You weren't really talking about explicitly, like, Jesus didn't say, I'm making a 17th commandment saying that you guys got to take extra vacation time. Um, but it's something that, that we can see in the human nature element that this is why it works, and that's why it's ultimately, you know, taught and recommended something we should do. You know, I know that this is going to be an American answer, but we look at people in Europe that take off these long vacations, and we look almost look down upon them, like they're, they're not being productive. This is why, um, you know, we crush them economically. And to a degree, that might be true. But at the end of the day, um, if their lives are happier, you know, where, where's the trade-off here? So that was just something that that the thoughts of all that kind of balance, because it's not a vacuum either. Like you can't sit and be not productive for every day of a year and think you're going to have a happy life. You know, if everything gets handed to you that you didn't earn or anything like that, you become very, you know, bitter, angry, and despondent, despite the fact you're being given free things and not contributing. Um, it's a very interesting psychological dynamic that happens there that is widely provable um, by very many uh, by very many studies. So um, I, I don't. I wanted to to highlight all that 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 this isn't. Or one, this is like just eating ice cream all day. There, there's a balance to everything here. Yeah, and, and work forms us. Work is a human right and work is a human value. And uh, insofar as we're able to work, we should. And that's, uh, that's an important exercise of our, of our humanity. Also being made in the image and likeness of God. God created for six days. And Jesus says, my father is at work, and so am I, even until now. Um, there's, we're also made in the image and likeness of God in the capacity to work, and, and work forms us. But work is not an end. It's always a means to an end. It's, it's an expression of our humanity, and it helps to form us into saints, like we were talking about in the last podcast. Um, but it's not, it's not an, an end in itself, and it's not an absolute value. It's not an ultimate value in the sense that there are other things that are higher values and it's in service of those. And that's why things like the Sunday rest or things like vacation help to keep work in its proper proportion. It's not a matter of all or nothing, but it's a matter of keeping work as the means to an end rather than an end in itself. That's the difference between a, someone who works for a living and someone who lives to work. And we want to work for a living and, uh, now, that living is more than just food on the table. It's also the development of virtue and making a positive contribution, a concrete way of expressing love for others and a lot of other things related to that. And, uh, and it forms us in the process. But, but it's good for work to come to a, a, an end. And I love the things you said about how important it is to make sure that we are setting ourselves up to be replaced and that things can survive without of us and we can look at the relative value. If we've made ourselves the God in some sphere that everything falls apart when we leave, well, that's something that we need to work on. That's, uh, that's not an acceptable place for things to be. We, we want things to be able to keep rolling without us. And that helps us to recognize our proper place in the mix of things. But... Yeah. And I, I didn't think that this thought was going to come in today's episode. It's something that had come to me over the last couple of days is, you know, we've talked many times about the benefits of becoming more into 
to, to Christ here and, and the benefits of following Christ. And I was thinking about this in, in the terms of, of profession. So, so work is certainly part of that. And what kind of dawns upon me is that at least the way that most American companies are created um, in their hierarchy structures is that there are specific jobs that require a specific technical task. If you're a research pharmacist, you need to know chemistry. You need to know how that stuff works. But that's only really half of it. You also need to have the half that can communicate with people, have appropriate relationships, and and be able to, to grow in that capacity. And kind of what my thought process was, was the further you get up the management chain, the more the topics that we explicitly cover here that Christ taught have better relationships, communicate better, do what is right, those become more important as you become higher and higher up the management skill. So this whole thought, I wasn't thought we were, we were going to get there, but an example of making everything about you and not being able to be replaced is an example of a deficiency in this, that you're not able to hire and help people come along. Um, and there's many reasons people do that. Technically, I think it falls into one of two categories. Either they don't trust anyone below them, which is a problem, um, or they're afraid that that person's going to be better than them and you know take their spot, which is also a problem. Those are the two ends of the extreme, at least the way that I see it. And the more that you're open and able to do relationships, the less either one of those extremes become part of lives. And, oh, by the way, everyone beneath you in your company is now happier works better and normally ends up being more productive and it'd be as a win for everyone. So while we're, we're talking about vacation, vacation is kind of a, a test of that skill and how you're doing with that. So that was a, a thought that had come to me um, really over the last couple of days that I was going to use for a different podcast, but kind of a very applicable right now. Yeah, and there's some beautiful teaching that the church provides in some of her social documents, starting with Rerum Novarum, Leo the Thirteenth, but then uh, Pius the Eleventh with Quadragesimo Anno, and he talks specifically about the rights of workers to a vacation and the obligation of employers to provide a living wage, and that includes things like uh, like healthcare, I believe, and certainly also a vacation and. Um, you know, proper enough to care for a family and things like that. It's very beautiful teaching there that's, as you say, an, an application of the teaching of Christ. And it's good business, you know, it's good, uh, good participation in society. It's good care for our humanity. And, and we understand that the Lord has entrusted to the church, not only the deposited divine revelation, but also a proper interpretation of natural law of the way that we are made in our human nature and the, the way philosophically that the world is, is put together. So um, yeah, there's a lot of wisdom there that we should, uh, we should benefit from. We end up in reinventing the wheel because we cast off the, the original sources. And a, a beautiful final thought there. And um, you know, we're, we're going to conclude this episode and actually go on a little bit of a, a vacation ourselves here with the recordings here. So over the next couple of months, we're going to 
do various rebroadcasts as they come out here. And we hope that in the meantime, everyone, you know, continues to enjoy the podcast. And if you haven't done so already, please do subscribe to us. Uh, please leave a review. We've gotten a message from Apple that we need more of those. So this is about as blatant as a plead as I could do to please give us more reviews if you haven't. Um, including the star ratings as well. So thank you guys all, and we will be with you at the end of our vacation.